Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Well, good morning, Black and White Nation. Hope everybody had a very, very good weekend. Uh, Rhodes is here in the house. What is going on, Rhodes? Good morning, Mr. Matrix. Good morning, chat. Oh, not much. Uh, good day off yesterday. Went to the yep. movies for the first time in a long time and uh, watched Sound of Freedom. And yep, uh, I watched it too on uh, Friday. I didn't. I didn't want to do it on my day off, <laughs> but I came back wife, and I shot a review. Uh, the wife started a new bead project. Uh, is it done? Can we show it? Let me see it. Where is what it? Did, what, what did she start? A, a new bead project. Oh, a bead project. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, I remember I sent you all those pictures of of the stuff she had. Oh yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Sting. Right oh, that's there. That's pretty good. How about that, folks? That's crazy. Yep, Sting from professional wrestling. Yeah, that's so. that's pretty good right there. That one's big. I mean, it's like probably close to a foot tall, like wow. maybe seven, seven, eight inches wide. Yeah, it took her a while. How many days? Three days on that one? Melissa? I'm sorry. Three days? How long did it take you? Yeah. She's <laughs> listening to us. I guess I'm not coming through. Were we? Yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that's going to be a delay, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. And that's that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Uh, let me jump over here to uh, Rumble and see who we got here in the house right now. Uh, Black and White News, which is us. Uh, Rochelle Shanduri is here. Dragon Smoke 90 is here also as well. And more people actually coming in over there. Um, Rhodes, who do we got on the YouTube's side right now? On the YouTubes, we got Joe Bob Purdue in the house. We got, oh, by the way, just became a silver member last night. Yep. Well, yep. welcome in, Joe Bob. Chaplain Jethro's Corner, Mrs. Ranch, Jeffrey Hutchins, the longtime Adam Washington, Manny Lamont, Tuck of the Morning to Everybody, Omar <laughs> Smith, Mark Picants, Picants. Probably messed that up. I hope I didn't. Uh, Tammy Lechner, Lechner, Mike Dawson, Joyce Nagy, Sandra Burdick, Eric Brown, Mike Singh, Rita BC, Jason Wolf, Jersey Dolphins, and Ziggy Likens just blasted into the. And yes, yes, to quote Tony Schiavone, it's Sting! Yeah. The great Tony Schiavone from WCW and AEW Wrestling. Nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, before we get started, guys, 
Um, if you're just listening in on uh, YouTube, smash that thumbs up button, subscribe to the channel. Also, if you're on Rumble, hit that follow button as well. And to support the stream, you can drop super chats and Rumble rants. And if you want to support us long term, uh, channel memberships are available on YouTube and also on Locals as well. And there is a subscribe button over there on Rumble as well. Also, I believe it's actually on five dollars a month. Um, same thing that starts on um, on a YouTube uh, also. And we do now have the um, the paid subscriber support over there on Spotify working now. The yeah. problem was it wasn't on the Spotify side. Remember, we actually called the podcast Black and White Sports. And then we started combining everything. We changed the name. So the URL still had sports in it instead of network. I went in there and changed that. So now paid subscriptions are over on Spotify. Uh, we go live every Friday and we upload that just for the paid subscribers on the uh, Spotify uh, side of it. It's uncensored and um, a little bit more raunchy than um, these morning shows right here every Friday so you guys can get access to that and uh, just click that link you should actually see it on um, on Spotify or in the um, description of the show so there we have it and, f and for full disclosure actually some of those we could probably even put on YouTube but if our if our boy Mick Walsh is in there uh, he can He'll be get back next week rather colorful on the language side um hats off to mick walsh if he is i don't know if he's able to watch right now but uh right yeah yeah awesome dude channel member for a long time always adds good stuff to the member stream yeah. so uh we we certainly appreciate that and uh also yeah. i do have some clips uploaded for super chats i just yeah. simply went with some of our favorite movies and a few of our Favorite quotes. I made sure to get John Matrix involved in this. I know. Don't don't spoil it, man. Don't spoil it. That's yeah. one I want to play whenever we get our first uh, super chat. Um, I'm not gonna play the Doctor Phil one. I, I want I want you guys to um, let us know what you think about uh, some of these uh, super chats that are actually uh, coming in. Well, the clips. And speaking of, we just got a super chat here. So, so we got John's several fired. different ones. Uh, you know. And before we play it, before we play it, before we play any of them, well, I, I had some chat first. <laughs> I, I know, I know, but I I did some custom, a couple of custom ones, and I was like, you know, me and John are such big movie guys. It makes more sense to give some of our favorite movies some love on these streams, you know, right? And some of our some of our favorite moments, our favorite characters, and I was like, yeah, let's let's do that, let's do that. And I'm probably still, there's probably still, I'm going to, there'll be 10 more. I guarantee you. Okay. I'll, I'll have 10 more done. Yeah. Pretty okay. soon. So here we go with the first super chat here from Jason Wolf for $5. Uh, do you guys expect an incident at the MLB All-Star Game in Seattle uh, with the homeless population threatening to act out? Will the media cover it up if it does? I fully expect these homeless people to act out. Why? They got nothing to lose. What what do they have to lose, Rhodes? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, we saw this with the Super Bowl. L.A. went into a scramble 
to try to cover up the homeless issue and all the crime going on before they ended up getting the Super Bowl out there. Uh, they've already said they're protesting the All-Star game, that they're going to be there, they're going to be on site. And so I guarantee you there's going to be my gut feeling there's like two to three videos coming out of that whole entire yeah, All-Star yeah. thing. Just just around game day that night, I don't know what's going to lead up to it. Could we see violence? I don't know, for lack of a better way of putting it. And, and you know, I'm just going to keep it real. A lot of those homeless folks have got some possible drug issues, which their own city has enabled, fully yep. enabled. Yep. You so get what you vote you, for. You don't know what's going to pop off. You don't know what's going to pop off. Uh, after they, we we're, we got to remember, we're talking about the city that had the summer of love. Right. You know, so we don't know what's going to happen out there, you know? So it, it I, we could have an incident. We could. That's on the it, table without a doubt. It is, is very, very possible. Uh, and, guys, as far as the media, the left stream media, yeah, they might get awfully quiet, but don't worry, we won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, we won't. So make yeah. sure you guys follow Black and White Sports for yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, thank you for that super chat, and I'm going to give you this one right here. I love black people. I love black people. Yeah, I I'm think so, that's I'm, the best one. I'm so glad you liked that one. I'm so glad because I was like, I got to do Jerry Maguire. I was like, I got to do Jerry Maguire. Well, that Show one actually, me money. It, re, it, relates, it relates more to, sure, to sure actual money yeah. than the other ones do. Yeah, yeah. Even though yeah. you got some you got some of my favorite clips. I got in, some classic in ones in here. Yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, some good ones there. So you guys keep dropping the Super Chats. And we will keep reading them. Um, the uh, Tweaky Kid for five dollars. Is it me or does um or did a raid similar to what was depicted in Sound of Freedom happen more often in the previous administration? Now, as far as when that raid actually happened in the movie, I'm not exactly sure when that happened. Well, the movie the movie has been made for five years. It was made in 2018. Right. With 20th Century right. Fox, Disney got the rights to it. And, of course, your child groomers over there at Disney said, nah, we ain't going to put this money into this. Go look, figure. Yeah, yeah. We that And look, that's, that's an angle in all of this we have not talked about enough. Yeah, and is that's what we're that, probably going to be talking about today. Is a fact that Disney had this movie... And they did not want it to be released. That speaks volumes about that, where their priorities are that right now. That says a lot right there. Sure does. Sure does. Yep. Wow. So let me go ahead and do this one right here. That one. That Appreciate one's quick. That, that one's quick. Two, that yeah, one's it, only two seconds. Yeah, they, they should be quick. They should be about five seconds. I think you got one that's like 14 seconds in there. 
Um, nah, it's all right. It's all right. People, yeah. will, people will love it. The one I'm thinking about from the same movie, I love that. I love that speech. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's a speech, but it's only 14 seconds long. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So all right, there we have it. That is super chats. Do we have any rumble rants? Just go and check. No rumble rants yet. Um, uh, shout out to the people over there on Rumble, but bro, Rhodes, yeah, you watch the Sound of Freedom. I watch yep. Sound of Freedom. I need to yep. stop calling it um, the Sound of Freedom. The movie is not called the Sound of Freedom. It's called Sound of Freedom. Um, I watched it. I had tears in my eyes in like the first thirty minutes, and when Jim Caviezel gave a speech. Um, in the credits, because if you watch the movie, stick around. It actually tells you a countdown when it's coming because yeah. they really want people to hear that. I, I had tears in my eyes then, too, because what he said was powerful, man. Um, you said Melissa was uh, crying. My wife had yeah. tears in her eyes. Several several times, yeah. It even touched Ryan. Ryan put up his view. He didn't say he had tears in his eyes, but um, I wouldn't be shocked if he did. I cannot remember a movie making me so angry while I'm watching it as as that movie made me irate yeah just just livid it's it's an incredibly tough watch it's yeah. a rough watch it's it's a very well done movie it's a good movie Right. But the subject matter is so tough. Honestly, the last movie I can remember that was that tough a watch was Schindler's List. Right. Which Schindler's was a, List is an all-time great movie, man. But it's a tough watch. Yeah. You know, it's a I've tough seen, watch. Yeah. I've seen Schindler's List one time, and I was like, oh, it's a great movie. But, God, that's a tough watch. Man, you know? Ray Fiennes was amazing in that movie as Amon Girth. And boy, you hated him in that movie too. Um, just like in this movie here, man, there was one scene on the island roads where this uh one like one this one like tough guy has his muscle right there with the gun to Jim Caviezel's head because he wants that little boy. And I was just like, Man, I hope Jim Caviezel just kills him. I hope that he kills him, man, because that guy was a scumbag, man. That's like kill him. Uh, we should let people know there's going to be some spoilers. In there's going to be so, some spoilers. I'm trying not to yeah. spoil it. Well, but, um, there's going to be some spoilers. And and I'm going to I mean, I'll talk about some things in the movie. Well, I'm going to say this. I really appreciate the fact that they gave us about a good 30 seconds to a minute of actual footage from the actual big raid that got like forty kids out of the, the yeah situation. that was at, that was at the end of the movie um, yeah. before the credits right yeah yeah correct correct yeah. and we got the uh, and Tim and Tim Ballard has been showing up on various uh, conservative outlets the last couple of days uh, well, the that's real, probably the only places he can the real go guy. because the the leftist media is crushing it with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Man, I'm just going to be straight up with you, Rhodes. The mainstream media is running cover for the pedophiles in Hollywood. And we know there are some pedophiles in Hollywood, right? It's amazing how much they've uh, exposed themselves. Yep. You know, I mean, we, we know about the media, but to get to put their dirty, grubby hands into this the way that they have, trying to spin this as a, cons- a cons- complete conspiracy. They, they or, went or, full right. QAnon. Oh, they went what, QAnon. What is, what is a conspiracy theory to say, hey, children are being trafficked, sexually abused by creepos? It's a fact. It's a this fact. is happening. You've got the guy involved that that completed this mission that the, is in the movie telling you this really is happening, and the mainstream media is trying to go out there and call this a conspiracy theory. It, speaking of speaking of right here, I'm going to pull this up right here. This is your fake news, dishonest media right here. This is the title here of the Washington Post right here. Sound of Freedom is a box office hit whose star embraces QAnon. What does QAnon have to do with this? I I have no idea. I truly, I've got no idea. And Uh, they're writing hit piece after hit piece. This is Bezos bullshit, isn't it? Isn't this Bezos' paper? Isn't this the same outlet that had to pay um, uh, Nick Salmon out? Because they were spreading I th- I fake, so. fake news lies about him. CNN and the Washington Post, I think, were was the other one. Um, and they go, this is not the only one. The Washington Post, I did a video on the Matrix and Road Show. The Guardian went down the QAnon path. Um, a, I think it's an LGBTQ uh, leftist website called Jezebel.com. Right. Did, did the QAnon thing. Uh, let me just look. Let me see, because I suspect these are... Oh, Rolling Stones. Rolling, Rolling Stone Stones was the that, big one. Yes, I think that was the yes. first one that I actually saw. Yes, that's right. L- look at this here. It says, Sound of Freedom has been accused by some critics of warping the truth about child exploitation and catering to QAnon conspiracy theorists, something its distributor, Angel Studios, denies. The Guardian's critic called it a, quote, QAnon adjacent thriller seducing America and a star and a film star Caviezel has openly embraced the extreme movement, suggesting at media events that a shadowy international cabal is kidnapping children to consume their organs. Now, Rhodes, when it comes to uh, QAnon, honestly, I never heard of QAnon until the leftist media has started talking about it. I've never heard of them before that. I, I'm I'm going to be honest. I mean, I know that's a thing I've heard people say. I know almost nothing about it. Me neither. I know I, I, almost really nothing about QAnon. I have I have not paid attention to that at all. But I mean, it it just simply does not. It doesn't have anything to do with this. When the when the guy that was involved with the actual mission is telling you Homeland Security was was working these missions they were working and busting these people here in the united states 
and the media can't even report that as as fact as new that's that's something that is actual news it's something that would have been widely reported 25 years ago across the board right. N- now to try to cover that is just it's baffling it that we made a t-shirt called the media is the real virus this is a perfect example of how right. the media how the media is poisoning our society right now they've done it across the board they've done it with human trafficking now they've done it with the uh, uh, the election they've done it with the Wuhan virus they are they're the one commonality in all of this that is killing our society is the actual media Look because they have this. Look at this, Rhodes. I'm sorry to cut you off. It says yeah, here, no. but Operation Underground Railroad has been accused by some of some experts of distro- distorting the complex nature of sex trafficking business, of doing little to help victims despite its dramatic sting videos, and even of uh, putting children in danger to mate them. Glenn Kessler, the Washington Post fact checker, found no evidence. For ballots claim that 10,000 children are smuggled into the United States uh, for sets annually, a line that apparently made its way into uh, Trump's State of the Union address in 2019. In Utah, the Davis County um, Attorney's Office um, spent two and a half years investigating Operation Underground Railroad for alleged communications fraud, witness tampering and retaliation, according to the uh, Deseret News. Investigation ended with no charges in May. So they're going with their fat checker. Now, Rhodes, I live in Houston. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, who the fuck is Glenn Kessler? I, I have no idea. I, I mean, what is, why is he a fact checker and why am I supposed to believe him? Yeah. What makes him a fact checker? I, checking I, whose facts? Exactly. I don't who's know. Che- who's Rhodes, checking Glenn Kessler's facts? Yeah. I live in Houston. Houston, trust me, has a lot of sex trafficking. I actually used to watch documentaries on TV, and they would actually have sting operations in Houston. Houston is widely known for sex trafficking, getting people from uh, South America, tricking them, just like in the movie, and they would traffic them and actually sell them into uh, sex slavery. Like here in Houston, those nail shops that you see, they're undercover. They're undercover operations for um, for prostitution. That's a real thing, but they they're gonna go with their. Oh boy, I, this is this is pissing me off now. Looking at this, calling it fake news. <laughs> I mean, I just you know the the whole fact checker thing just always baffles me because I'm like. USA Today loves to pull that fact checker card out of the bullpen. And I'm like, what constitutes you as being the the moderator of the facts? And what are your qualifications? And where are you getting your facts from? Right. Oh, no, you're not supposed to ask that? People just blindly, yup, they they fact checked it. We're good. We're good. I mean, nobody's looked into them, but okay, whatever. People just blindly listen to this crap. It's it's flooring to me. Um, God, we got a bunch of gray people just walking around like zombies out there. It's look, unbelievable. Look, look at this right here. Now it says right here in the same article here, 
Sound of Freedom doesn't depict anything close to QAnon conspiracy fantasies, uh, which have been linked to incidents of extremism and violence, including uh, the January 6th um, attack on the U.S. Capitol. The film's villains are common criminals, not the shadowy cabal of occultists imagined by QAnoners. I don't know anything about this fantasy from QAnoners. I, I have no idea. But I think I heard something about them like eating child blood or something. I don't know anything about that. Look, look, I'm going to tell you one thing. These common criminals are not running an intricate human trafficking operation. These are, these are criminals that are also business people. This yeah. is a business for them. In the same way that, that somebody runs their business in their everyday life or that you set up a corporation and run it, that's how these people do this stuff. It's right. a business to them. Right. They, these aren't dumbass criminals that you see on the streets in New York cracking somebody in the head with a bottle. That's not what we're dealing with here. You know, okay? what else? these are this. This is your same media here that told you the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. <laughs> these are the same people that told you Trump was colluding with Russia. All of it was fake. But we're supposed to believe them on this. Check nah. this out. Check this nah. out. That look, my boy uh, Andrew Sinsky. I hope I said that right. If I didn't, I apologize. He sums up the media right here. Coke is in the West Wing, and CNN is focusing on Trump, not knowing what a Dairy Queen blizzard is. Well, I mean, Trump think about think about that people, now. Trump think about bought that. all those people in Dairy Queen ice cream. While your boy Beijing China Joe Biden had Coke in the White House. He had cocaine in the White House. I can't I'm gonna say <coughs> it again because I can't believe this shit. He had cocaine in the White House. Did somebody and you say know Dairy Queen? And you know they're trying to like deflect it towards uh oh it belonged to Kamala? You know, you know they're trying to do that too now. They they can't get the location right now. There's a video out there of Hunter Biden, man, looking pretty high to me at the White House. And cringe John Pierre says, well, Beijing Biden, uh, crackhead son Hunter, they were not at the White House on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So what? They were there right before that. Rhodes, you just don't get cocaine brought into the White House. No, you don't. I'm pretty no, sure the don't. Secret Service searches every single person that wants in. An ex-member of and, the Secret Service said that they had, there's no way the Secret Service did not have fingerprints off of that in a matter of a, like yeah. a day. If the Secret Service actually let this slip through, they all need to be fired. This wasn't in a common area. Somebody close to Beijing Biden had that stuff. Amazing. Let me get to this super chat right here. Yeah. Uh, Jason Wolf drops another $2. Uh, C. Feldman warned about Hollywood pedos years ago. He, he, sure he has. Even though sure Corey Feldman and I aren't on the best of terms because um, 
he tried to um that's right uh, strike my channel falsely uh because I did video actually I think I was kind of helping him out on that first video first 100,000 view video on the other channel was uh talking about Corey Feldman and um um <laughs> Charlie Sheen I forgot he personally struck your channel I totally forgot about that Yeah yeah and but that happened like a year ago like two years after I did that video because his people were going around striking channels. I, I fought it and I won, but to get to the point, yeah, Corey Feldman right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is right. Right about that. Um, thanks for that. Super chat. <laughs> remember Sally when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you did. I lied. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> oh, it's some John Matrix action. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, I love Commando, man. Yeah, it's great. That flick. is a great, totally great, great movie. Flick. Yep. Yep. Really, really a great movie, man. But um, uh, getting back to this, man. Your media is made up of a bunch of frauds. A lot. Of frauds. The creepos in Hollywood were protected for a very, very long time. And I'm talking about even your actors and actresses in Hollywood. They knew about Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein for decades. Know what they did? They said nothing. But all of a sudden now, they got a lot to say, right? You don't agree with us. You're some fascist. You're some bigot. You're some homophobe. Yeah, the same people, man, that covered up for Harvey Weinstein. Oh, Hollywood is not going to like this movie, man. They're not going to like this movie. Not many people in Hollywood are saying, hey, go see this movie. They're not. I'm surprised, actually, that Disney did not keep this movie and just keep it shelved. You know? Yeah, yeah. Just keep it shelved. But maybe they thought there was enough creepos in the industry that well, it would just never see the light of day no matter what. I think the um the people that made the movie, I guess they created some kind kind of an uproar they did. to actually um get yeah. this movie released. I mean Jim Caviezel tells you at the end of the movie, he kind of low key calls out Disney at the end of the movie. Remember he said like fighting with studios, um he was saying in that statement at the end. He kind of low key called him out. I don't even know if it was that low key. I mean, he just said well, he, studio, well, studios didn't want this released, and yeah. Disney had it. So yeah, well, he know. didn't directly call out Disney. I wish that he would, but I'm well, he a probably he probably could <laughs> probably have. can't can't yeah. do it. But we all know Disney shelved this, and what is Disney doing now? They're grooming children. They are grooming children. They're trying to fight Ron DeSantis. Because they want despicable content in schools. Disney has been exposed. And by the way, how, how did that Indiana Jones mo movie do, Rhodes, this past weekend? Not so good, right? Insidious beat the brakes off of An Indiana Jones. Insidious only cost $16 million. Rot row. Indiana Jones, over $300 million. And look. Make no mistake, Disney also did not count on the rise of conservative entertainment 
and that's happened. Angel Studios, the Daily Wire Studios, actual concert. Breitbart has got a studio now that's putting out films. Um, I I don't think they saw that coming, you know. You know know what now? With the success now of um, Sound of Freedom, by the way, guys, Sound of Freedom was projected to make Twenty million is opening week. It made forty million dollars. It's already made a profit. The movie cost fourteen and a half million. They probably spent maybe a couple of million on marketing, and they have already the break even was probably what. And it's only been released um uh, here, so you actually keep more of the box office receipts. So let me just do a quick um let me do a quick calculation because I believe. Like the studios here, they keep roughly sixty uh, percent of the revenue. So, wow! If that's true, if they actually get to keep sixty percent of the revenue, that means that they get to keep twenty-four. They get twenty-four million back, and they put in. Uh, Fourteen and a half million. So it's nine point five. So they probably made if they put in two million in marketing, they profited seven point five million dollars. If they kept sixty percent, which that's is pretty, roughly the norm domestically. That's pretty good. And by the way, they did show trailers for a couple of more of their upcoming projects from the Yes, doing the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Angel <laughs> Angel Studio is the uh they've got the Religious series called The Chosen is is become a big hit, actually. Yeah. Actually, they have their own streaming service, I believe. It's not the cheapest, but um, they have stuff there. Now, with the, with the sound of freedom now, man, I'm wondering if uh, companies now like the Daily Wire will take their stuff and put it in the theater instead of just on Daily Wire. That way, you know more people can actually see it because angel studios now may be able to start changing the game a little bit now with this daily wire, you know, great that they got their own stuff on their own platform, but it it limits it. You know, I tell you what, I think we're eventually going to see, we're going to see some kind of a group effort by, some of the folks that have gotten out of Hollywood. Um, look, I could very much see a project where we see, see something like Jim Caviezel and Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson all in the same project together. Yeah. Because Mark Wahlberg has thrown his hands up. He's left Hollywood, said he does not want his kids around anything to do with Hollywood. Yeah. Um, is talking and, and- about a alternative to uh, a, a filming area an alternative to Hollywood somewhere. Dennis Quaid has also right, Dennis right. Quaid Dennis Quaid's a conservative. By the way, they they uh advertised a baseball movie that I I cried like oh, before yeah, the tra- yeah, yeah. before the damn remember. trailer was over. I was I was tearing up and I was like what that was that was the Angel Studios um movie too, I believe, right? Yeah, did the you base- see how see how old Scott Glenn has gotten? That made me sad. Yeah. I was like, "Wow." Well, Scott Scott Glenn has been around a while, but um, I Sound know of, but... Sound of Freedom. Um, when it comes to Sound of Freedom, Jim Caviezel wasn't the only name in that movie. Kurt Fuller was in that movie too. 
I didn't know he was in the movie till I started uh, watching it. Remember from um, from um, No Holds Barred, Kurt Fuller. Well, um, Mira Savino was in it. Yeah, she was in it too. She had a smaller role. Yeah, she was in it too. So there, there was actually some names in this movie. About three names in the movie. I'm looking. Oh, uh, the oh, the heel is the name of the movie. The heel. Yeah, the heel. Yeah, that looked the pretty heel. good, man. Yeah, it looked. It it did look. It good. looked yeah. very very inspirational. So that movie, because I like a good uh, sports movie, too. By the way, I may have to um to uh, check that one out. So, yeah, in the chat, um, uh, WW on Rumble, WWG1, WGAGTG, uh, dropped the link to Angel Studios. It's angel.com. That's pretty much what it is. So, check it out. You can also donate too, so other people can actually uh, see the movie. I actually donated uh, two tickets when I walked out the movie theater because. Uh, Jim Caviezel says, hey, they're they're a small studio. They don't have the budgets, so they depend on like uh, crowdfunding uh, for their projects. And um, I um, donated two tickets. It was like 30 bucks when I left the movie theater. Yeah. And Jason Wolf says uh, Kurt Fuller is a good character actor. Yeah, I I liked him in No Holds No Holds Barred. He was in the uh, Pursuit of Happiness also. By the way. Um, we got a $10 super chat now from, uh, Bernie, uh, 7044 says, guys, uh, Q are hated because they, uh, started exposing the, uh, child sex trade. Fellas, we are, uh, talking, uh, Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell, Cornell, uh, both came out of this crap. Q was exposing it all. Really? That's how they started. I did not know that. Did you have any idea about that road? Because I, no, I didn't. I, no, I didn't. Actually. I did not. But uh, thank you for that super chat. We really, really do appreciate it. I'm going to go back to which one should I go with now? Which dude, one should? Dude, Rocky. It's got to be the longer Rocky one. You got to play it. Just the, play it. The inspiration, because we're talking about yes. an inspirational subject. Here we go. Yeah. If I can change. And you can change. Everybody can change. God, so good. Yeah, so Man. good. <laughs> Goosebumps. God, what a great movie. Yeah, I'll, that's my favorite Rocky movie, Rocky IV. Yeah, man. Me pre- too. Appreciate me too. that. Uh, appreciate that donation. Um, they do help um, support the stream and keeps us going to do these streams every morning. And that's saying a lot because actually, I gotta confess, I like all the Rocky movies. So, <laughs> I, the Rocky Four is something even, special to me, though, man. I even like the god awful Rocky Five. I do. <laughs> I really don't watch Rocky Five. Oh, Tommy Machine Gun Morrison. No, I don't. Know, watch, I don't watch I, Rocky Five, man. Yeah, I, I don't watch if, it. If I binge it, I include it. Yeah, I do. I remember when Rocky Balboa came out. I was shockingly surprised how great that is. You should have actually got the clip from Rocky Five when he's speaking to his son. That is probably some of the best stuff in all the Rocky movies. When he's talking about um and about hard, how hard you hit, it's about um how much you get hit and keep moving forward, that kind of thing. So 
Um, another super chat here from uh, Keto and Crime for five dollars. Movie equals sex trafficking. Um, is this media equal conspiracy? They aren't even hiding anymore. You're right. They're not hiding it. They're not hiding it, man. They're a bunch of um, uh, pedos over there that are probably running these companies. and They want to hide all this stuff. So uh, thank you for that uh, super chat. I shouldn't. Do it. <laughs> there we go. And by the way, I did I did not monetize this stream. Any, I'm not going to monetize any of the streams. So we're depending on um, you Do guys' it. support because we're going to get copyrighted on all this stuff anyway. So it, it is going to get deleted off of YouTube. So I like that one. You know how much yeah. I love Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I know that's one of your one of your favorite ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that said, I think I need to ask Drunk because I think his other channel got demonetized over movie clips. And if it did, then I, I, we may have to quit doing that. I well, just I just remembered that, actually. Well, we're, we're, we're deleting it anyway off of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So not going to really uh, matter too much. Um, got a super chat here from Connor Akers for $2. Which um, Star Wars prequel film do you like the best? Revenge of Sith, not even close. Easily. Easily. Not even yeah. close. Easily. I'm actually, yeah. I, I'm actually, of course, Return of Jedi is my favorite, but I gotta be honest, man. Revenge of the Sith may be my favorite. It, I guess, it just kind of depends on the day. I don't know. We know that uh, Empire is your favorite, and I get that Empire is the best made Star Wars movie. I don't, no doubt about that. It's almost a perfect movie. But Revenge of the Sith, man, is probably Revenge of the Sith and uh, Jedi is my favorite ones. The last hour of Sith is all, all time, time great, awesome, all yeah. time great, man. It is yep. all time great, absolutely. Yep. It is. Um, Keto and Crime five dollars. I like all the Rockies and the uh, Star Wars are uh, prequels. There, I said it. I do too. I love the prequels. I love um I like um uh Phantom Menace more than um than Attack of the Clones. And we what does that for me is Darth Maul, man. Darth Maul is just such a cool character and he's not in the second movie. So I know you like Attack of the Clones better because you like uh Django Fett and the Obi Wan fight a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. I mean it's we a get really to see fight. a lot of Django. Yeah. Yeah. Um Still not a great movie, <laughs> you know. Attack no, it's of the not. Clones. Yeah. No, I remember. I remember when I walked out the movie theater. I was like, "Yeah, I had fun watching it." Um, not a great movie, and mainly because, do you realize how little of the bad guys, the main bad guys, you actually see? I mean, Count Dooku doesn't show up till like the end of the movie, and Darth Sidious is only at the end. Well, of course, Palpatine is in the movie, but. Him dressed up as Darth Sidious, he's in one scene at the end. There were a couple of things I didn't love. I mean, like the whole uh, droids in the factory theme kind of drove me up a tree. Yeah. I was like, come on. That yeah. feels kind feels kind of cartoonish. The Geonosians, I didn't love the way they looked yeah. and and sort of moved around. But, and but you got to realize, thing. though, man, George, this is why I respect George Lucas so much. He will take risks. 
And the CGI he did with the prequels, that revolutionized the way films are actually made now. It did. Now, my favorite scene, my favorite scene actually in that movie is when Anakin brings his mother back and she's uh, dead. And he's down there talking to Padme and he's talking about killing the um, the sand people and the Emperor's theme is uh, playing. That's my favorite scene right there because you got John Williams music playing in the background. That's my favorite scene in that movie. I can assure you there will be some clips from Empire that show up on here. I promise. There's yeah. no way around it. Yeah. Iron Man, I got you covered. I yeah. almost put, I just didn't want to bust in immediately with like the four Empire Strikes Back clips, and that was like all we had. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's coming. No worries yeah. there. Yeah. Appreciate that, Super Chat. Thank you for that. Because we ought to, that was the last one. Well, the, uh, I mean, you're, you'll, you'll have to cycle <laughs> back through them in yeah, the I same know, I know, stream. I it, but I have uh, to use that one, though. Doc we got one, a classic. We got one on Rumble, too, by the way. Okay, Rumble. Let me get over here. A. Ramos Jr. says, for $5, I hope Mark Wahlberg doesn't bring in all these uh, Californians to Nevada. Don't California our Nevada. Well, you could take a lesson here from um, the people that have left uh, California and they moved to Austin. Austin is a shithole. So hopefully not, man. I mean, Nevada has always been kind of a moderate state, really. Um, they don't have any uh, state income tax over there either. So that's that's a plus. Uh, the one thing I know about Mark Wahlberg and why he left Mark Wahlberg is extremely religious. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, he used he's, to be a knucklehead when he was a kid. I, actually, I believe he said he used to be racist when he was a he's kid. Very, he's very strong in his faith. I watched a uh, a special that he did about his daily routine, and he's got a literally, he does like an hour of Bible study every day. It is part of his built-in routine. He gets up. Goes in, does an, uh, an an hour of Bible study. He gets his workout in later in the day or or whatever. And um, so that that made, gave me a, a bigger appreciation for Mark Wahlberg. And he said it was one of the big reasons he wanted to get his kids away from Hollywood was uh, the attention they've decided to turn away from Christianity was a massive problem he was having. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Rhodes, uh, well, we got one more super chat here, and then we may actually talk about one of your favorite athletes. <laughs> we'll get to that. Here we go. Uh, keto and crime $10. Have you ever wondered why not even uh, one Jedi even mentioned maybe we shouldn't use a droid, droid army uh, made from a bounty hunter uh, fighting for the Trade Federation? Well, the thing is, though, the whole thing uh, with the Jedi Council was they they became so arrogant i believe look look at uh mace windu they didn't know it they didn't know it yeah even yoda even says that um how did we miss this how did we miss this and um and mace windu says maybe we should inform uh the senate that we're no no longer able to um to some like predict what happens in the force or something like that. But they became arrogant. Look, look what they did to Anakin. 
Anakin went to Yoda and said, hey, I'm having all these uh, dreams of death and everything. Uh, what should I do? What does Yoda tell him? I just forget them. They're going to die. Just let that's basically what Yoda said. Let them die. Just forget about it. what human is not going to feel emotion towards people they love. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, appreciate that. Um, that uh, super chat right there. I love black people. I love black people. Who's your Jerry? You, my What you going to do, Jerry? <laughs> That's probably my favorite one. Um, we got a five dollar super chat from uh, Bernie seven zero four four five dollars. Uh, guys, uh, we Gen Xers have to wait our entire lives to get to uh, entire lives to get to um, the return of the Sith. The Empire Strikes Back as well. Uh, the bad guys won. I think he meant Revenge of the Sith right there. Um, well. Not when Revenge of the Sith actually came out, they came out in 2005. I was 28 years old when that movie came out. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, that was 1980. I was only three years old. So Rhodes is a few years older than me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. You, you know why I loved Empire? Because the bad guys won. It was yeah. so different. It was so different. You didn't see that a lot. It's it's why I it's why uh, I have such an appreciation for Avengers: Infinity War because Thanos right. wins. He, he does wins win. that movie. At the end of the day, for all anybody knows, and we knew Endgame was coming, and we knew eventually the Avengers would come out on top. But at that end, it was over. So many heroes died, which I, I thought was Man. frankly fantastic. And and it brought out the emotion and oh yeah. my god, Spider Man just disintegrated. Right. Spider Man. People walked and, out of the movie theater in dead silence when Infinity War was over. I was like in shock when a, that movie ended. It's a now, really damn good movie. Now the thing with um Revenge of the Sith War was so perfect. We knew the bad guys were gonna win. We yeah. knew that. Yeah. But George didn't just make it to where, all right, outright, uh, bad guys win. There's no hope. It actually ended with hope because of Luke right there. It, it, the final scene is the twin sons with uh, Uncle One, Baru, holding Luke because you, you knew there was still hope, even though the bad guys won. So that yep. was perfect right there. Um, Thank you for that uh, super chat. Thank you for that. And did I did another super chat come in? No, no, no. That was it. All check right, let me check this sure. out. Um, Patel Ron six just showed up in the Rumble chat. He did not get a Rumble notification until eleven forty eight Eastern. He just what? got it. Wow. Wow. Because we got uh we got forty one people watching over there right now. That's a good, pretty good audience size over there. Sure is um, for that. So um uh hold it down real quick, Rhodes. I'm looking yeah. at something here real real quick. Uh so on a side note, uh yeah, Mrs. Rance brings up Skimwalker Ranch. 
that's probably something we're going to talk about a little bit over on our personal channel. That's a pretty good show. It's about uh, strange uh, alien phenomena, which is something, honestly, I would love to get into a lot more. I wish I could figure out a way to get that sprinkled into this channel a little bit. Some of the, the things that are starting to come out about uh, UFOs and what the government already knows. And we got a Republican out of Kentucky that peeled back the curtain. The last, I think it was three or four days ago, I almost shot a video. And um, wow, the things that, that that we may have known, not only Roswell, but... Uh, Aurora, Texas, 1897. I watched something about that last night. Uh, I don't know. I'm really fascinated by the UFO stuff. And uh, I noticed my dude Gary uh, Nerdrotic, he's actually got a part of his podcast that actually comes out on podcasts that's about UFOs. And uh, so I'm going to start checking that out. Okay. Uh, those idiots on the ranch shouldn't be poking the hornet's nest you know and i can't exactly figure out what's going on out there it's a lot of a lot of strangeness because it seems like there's some alien activity that may be mixed with some kind of a a spiritual element of some kind that has to do with indians i don't know what that's about uh so and i don't know how much of that i believe either but there's certainly some weird shit going on out there on that Skinwalker Ranch and has been for a hundred years that we know about. So that's just it's 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 it is interesting. Above all, I do find it interesting. It's been a really yeah. good watch. Okay. Um, Rhodes, I want to talk about um Stephen A. Smith here. Now yeah. we all know ESPN did a ton of layoffs, and Stephen A. Smith shockingly well, not shockingly, he made the cut. He's going to stay there. He's going to collect his, um, what is he getting, $12 million a year from over there? And he actually believes that he's actually underpaid. But then he comes out and he says, the layoffs, they're not over, you, over with yet. I agree with that. I believe more layoffs are coming over there at ESPN, don't you think? Yeah, I just don't know when. I don't know when, if they're When gonna... is the key word there? I don't know if they're going to put some time in between because, you know, we had some time in between Mike, Mike Golick and Trey Wingo and this round of layoffs that we've had. Um, right. Kenny Main got caught up in that Trey Wingo, Mike Golick. Uh, they only released maybe, what, about six or eight folks back then. They released, tw what, 20 or 22 this time? Something like um, that. It was so like $30 million I, in salary gone. I do know one thing, Stephen A., if ESPN's priority is to keep Stephen A., he does have one card he can play, and that's the fact that Skip Bayless badly wants him on Undisputed. Easily. If, yeah. if Stephen A. was to be let go, I believe it's a done deal. He would be over there at, um, at Fox on Undisputed. Plus, Stephen A. appears on Fox quite often anyway. I was so, going to say, he's got a relationship with Fox Corp right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So. He, go, he goes on Hannity like every other week now. Yeah. But, however, I don't believe that ESPN would ever let that man go. He is the only person 
that's a draw over there right now. The only person. Now, Stephen A. came out and said that, hey, I could be nets on to get laid off or fired from over there at ESPN. Guess who called him out, Rhodes, on this BS? Jason Whitlock weighs in on Stephen A. Smith <laughs> talking about he could be nets. Jason Whitlock slams, this is a sports skeeter, slams Stephen A. Smith for seeking better deals than Troy Aikman and Pat McAfee. Now, they came in after um, Stephen A. had already uh, got his money. Right. So technically, Stephen A. is no longer the highest paid person at ESPN. Aikman is making, what, uh, $18 million a year, I think. And uh, Pat McAfee, something around 18 to 20, yep. I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Jason Whitlock believes that um, that he's using this, saying this, so ESPN can be put on notice that, hey, I want more money. So right here, you can see the NBA Central tweet right here. Uh, quote, this ain't the end. More is coming. Talking about layoffs. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I could be Nets. Whitlock then replies and he says, Stephen A. Smith has been upset since ESPN dropped bads on Buck, Aikman, and McAfee. He's looking for $25 million a year. <laughs> Wonder if uh, Fox Sports, in conjunction with our Fox News, would give it to him. Every public word Stephen A. Smith utters is a negotiating tactic. I believe that, too, because ESPN, they just shed $30 million in salary a year. No way in the world, I believe, they would actually give him $25 million. Well, and here's the thing. Even if Fox sports was to give him 25 do you realize they have to up skip bayless's salary easily to skip match ba yeah skip bayless honestly stephen a smith i believe is making double what uh skip bayless is getting isn't skip getting um let me look here at I, um skip bayless's uh contract okay while you're doing that let me let me point something out because i've, I've seen all these narratives oh Shannon Sharp's gone. Nobody wants to watch Skip. And I'm like, do you guys realize the common denominator between Undisputed and First Take being hits was Skip Bayless? That was the common denominator. He yeah, was Skip, on both shows, Bayless, and they were hits. Skip Bayless gets $32 million, $32 million over four years, which is $8 million a year. Oh, they'd have to give him a massive raise. Yeah. Probably, I, probably, I mean... Honestly, they probably would. Um, if they did that, man, they would have to. Because still, even if Stephen A. comes over, Skip Bayless is still the main guy over there. I don't think it would work out from a money standpoint. Now, of course, I don't think Stephen A. is going to go over to Fox for less money. Yeah, I, I don't. I, don't, I don't think so. I don't either. And unless they could figure out how to. Um, like they did with Cowherd. Cowherd was allowed to create other monetary uh, avenues of, of money, which ESPN actually forbids. 
and that was the breaking point between Cowherd and ESPN, was he wanted to keep uh, his YouTube money, his podcast money. ESPN did not want him to have it. And Colin Cowherd said, well, kiss my ass, because Fox Sports has already said I can do it. So that's why he created the volume, his own podcasting network, et cetera, et cetera. So there's other avenues if Stephen A. was to go to Fox Sports, they would allow him to do to monetize that ESPN is just not okay with. Well, um, well, Stephen A.'s podcast is independent of ESPN. That's his, that's his thing. He said that because um, I remember he was on a, the Full Sand podcast earlier this year. He was talking about how ESPN owns the rights to him. And he had to negotiate to um, have his podcast independent. So, so they caved on that. That was that, something they his. were not willing to do for Colin Cowherd. It was a breaking that, that, point for yeah, them. Yeah, that's his. That's his. Yeah. But Stephen A. has so much power over that ESPN. Really, honestly, ESPN is not in a position right now to tell Stephen A. Smith no. When it comes to, you know, his own podcast. Because they have nobody. Why would you gonna, actually want to upset the one guy that's a draw? May, maybe he's wanting, maybe he's, that's come out about 25 mil. He's not getting 25 mil. No. He's maybe not he's that. using that as a way to get to 18 mil. You know, in other words, maybe he's hoping to land somewhere in the middle on that. You know, but I'm going to tell you this. They're going to have a problem because the moment Stephen A. Smith starts getting paid more than Troy Aikman or Joe Buck, they're going to want to raise. Yeah, you know because they're going to sit back and go, "Stop it! We're on Monday Night Football, yeah, and we the are the two though, biggest man. faces that people know nationally, whether you like play, it or not." Play by play is different. There's a certain market for that, right there. That's why, like uh, Tony Romo, is making way more money than. Stephen A. Smith, that yeah. that number one analyst spot, that's in it's, a own, its own ball, ballpark right there. It's it's always going to be the biggest money maker. Yeah. If it, honestly, if I had to guess, the one I believe he's got a bigger problem with is Pat McAfee. McAfee, because yeah. essentially he's very similar to McAfee. That's probably a better comparison right there. Yeah. Yeah, and Pat probably got like two or three million more a year, we believe, than what Stephen A's making now. Yeah. So yeah, he that probably pissed Stephen A off the Pat McAfee deal. You know? Probably so. Probably so. So, um, we got uh, some super chats here. Uh, Jason Wolf, two dollars. Roads. Look up a uh, cash uh, Landrum case near your area. I've already got it pulled up. Oh, you did. It's a UFO. Uh, sighting in the United States in 1980, which witnesses claim was responsible for causing health and property damage. So I'm going to have to dig. It's in Dayton, Texas. So I'm oh, going to have to. I'll have to look into that even more. Actually, that's that's by me. That's I'm, a little closer to you than yeah, me. Yeah, I'm only yeah. I'm only 25 minutes from Dayton. That's Rhodes is like four hours from Dayton. <laughs> yeah, well, three and some change, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, yep. but yeah, now I'm immediately my interest is perked, especially being in Texas. So yeah, that's that's yep. yes. All right, appreciate that super chat. Guys, done. 
All right, we got um, a super sticker from Iron Man. Iron Man's in the house, and it's a diamond for $1.49. Thank you for that um, that uh, super sticker. Thank you for that. Okay, we got anything else, Rhodes? Um, I think that's oh, probably... Uh, go ahead. J- Jamie Foxx. Oh yeah, let's do let's do Jamie. Yeah, Jamie Foxx man has made an appearance. There has been a lot of rumors out there about uh, Jamie Foxx. Um, this medical emergency back in uh, April, and nobody's actually seen Jamie Foxx. Uh, Mike Tyson said, "Well, I heard it was a stroke." Then um, news came out, rumor came out anyway that um. He had um, got like these blood clots or something like that because he took the Wuhan jab for a movie and he was blind and um, what did he say it was he was blind and something else. I don't remember. But Jamie Foxx now has made an appearance. Now, his daughter a few months ago said, oh, he's he's OK. He's uh, playing pickleball and all this other stuff. But we actually got video of Jamie Foxx guys on a boat. And I got to be honest, guys, Jamie Foxx looks pretty good. Um, It looks like he's doing good. Hopefully he really is. Because, um, man, he's one of the most talented guys in uh, Hollywood. So let's watch this clip here. So that's him right there. Sunglasses on and everything. And now it kind of goes in slow motion right there. He looks healthy. So that's it right there. Jamie Foxx uh, made an appearance, man, on a boat. Interesting. What do we think happened to him? I mean, really? I'm thinking it. You know what? It could have been a mini stroke. Could have been. I don't know. I Does, mean, he he was I'm, actually at this rehab place, and they specialize like in um like in strokes and stuff. So it probably I, was. Do you think was it was a, a mini a, a a mini stroke or just a stroke stroke? Like a stro- you can, I don't you know. Can, you can have a major stroke, and in some cases, still recover relatively well depending on the severity of a regular stroke. So um, he was down an awfully long time for a mini stroke. A mini stroke is usually like two or three days, and then you're you – know, my dad yeah, had like yeah. eight or nine of them before he passed away over about a 10-year period. Or uh, could it have been a heart A lot attack. of them he, he didn't even know about. They, they told him after the fact he had had them, you know. Or could it have been a heart attack? Could have been uh, cardiac cardiac arrest. Demar Hamlin, anybody? You know what? You know what? That I, I probably, mean, I'm just. It, you know what? That probably could have been a better explanation because look at the time frame here. Demar Hamlin, in his case, he um, collapsed in January, and he goes into the hospital. He's released like what? A couple of weeks later, or so. And Jamie Foxx's daughter said like a month after um, 
he had been put in the hospital that he'd been out for a couple of weeks. So that would align with like the DeMar Hamlin time frame. And now DeMar Hamlin is back at full practice now. Possible. There and let's be honest, there was a there's the same kind of strange secrecy around Jamie Foxx as there was around DeMar Hamlin. Have you yeah. noticed that? Yeah. But the, the thing is they could there? they couldn't hide DeMar Hamlin because the whole world saw it on Monday Night Football. Well, it it certainly yeah, it certainly made things more difficult for them, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I, I just find that whole that whole Jamie Foxx thing got very weird very quickly. Yes. You know? Yes. Well, I would say really like after a couple of weeks and um, nobody heard from him. And it was the same old re- repeating talking point. Oh, well, medical event, doing better. He's recovering. And you start hearing that for like two months. You're like, what? something's weird. Something's weird well, here. There were a couple of strange reports out there where they were acting like he was not doing very good. Remember yeah, those they, that they came s- out? They said he was blind and paralyzed. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, he lost control of, like, part of his face or something like, which does sort of lean stroke, you know, uh, in that. Right. And then sometimes you recover and get that back, you know. So, I don't know. That's It's it's all been very interesting. He was working on, was it a movie or a series that, I know he's got a Fox, uh, a Fox movie, series. It, it was a movie with Cameron Diaz. Because she came oh, out of retirement. That's right. She was coming out of retirement to make that movie. Yeah. I still have not seen Jamie Foxx's vampire movie on Netflix. I started like the first five minutes of it and was like, he has oh. a vampire movie? I was like, oh, Snoop Dogg plays a cowboy in this. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he, he has a vampire movie? Yes. And actually, I think I watched the first seven minutes of it, and I was like, you know what? This is pretty good. I'm, I don't have time to watch the whole thing right now. I'm going to come back to it. I still ain't finished it. But yeah, it seemed it was an action movie. You could tell, kind of in the in the vein of vampires. You could tell that's kind of where we was going down that road, because yeah. he was like sort of like the cool dude, and uh, you know, what's not, the name of it? Oh shit, I don't know. <laughs> I oh. mean, uh, Jamie Fox vampire movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the All name right. of it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well. I think that's going to wrap up the show, guys. We appreciate everybody coming out. Tomorrow, we'll be back at the same bat time and the same bat channel. Um, support us on uh, locals, blackandwhitenetwork.com. Grab memberships there. Channel memberships also on YouTube. If you actually watch on YouTube, we appreciate it. Just click that join button. It's called Day Shift. Day Shift, okay. Day Shift. And Snoop Dogg and Dave Franco are in the movie, too. Gotcha. The other Franco's brother. Yeah. Gotcha. What's his name? Well, What's the we appreciate What happened? What's the popular Franco's name? The one from Spider-Man. What's his name? James, uh, James Franco. James Franco. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up. We'll be back tomorrow. Peace. We're out. Till next time. <laughs>